Welcome to the Three Shots in a Mango Beer podcast. I'm Tridell Lambert, and I'm with my co-host, my mom, Jessica Lambert. Hey guys! As always, our laid-back podcast drives into real talks about all things life. We don't choose our fate, though. A fortune cookie does. (laughs) So, without further ado, let's draw a topic. Oh, okay. That's my job today. Ooh, exciting. Alright, let's see what it is. Oh. <laughs> I was hoping for a light topic. What is it? Cultural appropriation. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely not a light topic. Wow. What's the rules on choosing another topic? Um, well, <laughs> we could choose another topic in the next podcast. Oh. <laughs> or if this one dies flat a little early... Then we just pick up another one, I think. Because I don't think, uh, I don't know how long we could go on about cultural appropriation. Yeah. I feel like we should have a backup topic. So we're just going to, we're not giving no, it no, to no, the no. gods. Later. Let's talk about this first. Okay. So, okay. cultural appropriation. <laughs> yes. Cultural appropriation. I don't think it's a real thing. Oh, why? When you <laughs> because if you okay, maybe we can talk about this. Yeah, right. Well, yeah, that's why. So let's go until we can't anymore. So for cultural appropriation, yeah. I think as long as you're not depicting someone else's culture in a bad light, you're just appreciating that culture. And uh, no, that's the total opposite of what cultural appropriation means. It's a pro- Do you so even know if... what no. Appropriating someone else's culture. It means like, oh, you're wearing a kimono Uh and you're not Japanese, but like it's a clothing. No. Okay. So I think we have different understandings. I think that you don't fully understand what it means. That's what I think. Because um, you are saying that if you depict someone's culture in a negative light, that that's cultural appropriation. No, that's not what I said. That's you racism. said it's not okay if they depict it in a negative light. Yeah. But what does that have to do with cultural appropriation? Cultural appropriation is taking something. So if I went into like the deep, you know, community of um, Sri Lanka mm-hmm. and I found out in Sri Lanka, you know, they wear this sacred, um, I don't know, headband. Yeah. And then I brought that headband. And I wore it in America, like I invented it. Yeah. Like this is the lick. This is all me. And if you want to be down, you should wear this headband too, because that's how I roll. That's what's going on out there, guys. Then what would happen is people from Sri Lanka, if they saw that, would say that that's cultural appropriation because it means something in their culture. But I've taken it. And I've acted like I'm like like I like it like I own it like it's mine. It's and not. then that would be disrespectful. So don't be no, disrespectful. No, I'm not the disrespectful. Ones. I'm pop. I think it's po- like popularizing it in a different. It's it's that's why it's a contentious topic. I guess we can talk forever about it because it is contentious. Because when Kim Kardashian called her Spanx, so, uh, not Spanx, uh, Skims. She has Skims. She called her skims something else, like kimono. I think she came up with kimono first. I think, like, don't quote me, but I think that was the name of, of her shapewear. Mm-hmm. And then she got a lot of backlash, I think, from the Japanese community because a kimono is something that matters to them. And now it's being something that would be associated with 
you know, firming up a woman's body and looking good underneath clothes. Mm -hmm. So they didn't want that. So that's where she came up with Skims, which I think Skims is just a better name for it anyway. It's fantastic. But at the same time, it was a big lesson at the time for her. But she's worn cornrows and people have gone crazy on her. And I don't think she wore cornrows as if they she invented them. I think... It's pretty clear that she intertwines within the black community and is influenced by our culture and respects our culture. Her children are black. And I mean, in some situations, you cannot respect our culture and your children be black. We all know that that's a possibility too. But I think in her situation, she seems to have a lot of respect for our culture and like certain things within it and just happen to wear it. I think the whole talk about wearing your hair a certain way being cultural appropriation is absolutely ridiculous because all around the world we've had different things and sure if it came from this one I don't don't think it (laughs) I don't think that a hairstyle sums up a culture if you oh you're wearing braids that's a black thing you could never wear braids which I see a lot right unless you put something at the end of it and then is it considered Indian like native you know what I mean and then would that be so I used to wear like um a native friend of mine gave me this thing to put at the end of my braids with tassels and stuff I don't know the proper name of it and it's really cute remember I when you were little I used to wear that like for a while that was my little I don't remember that but I'm well you you you're gonna tell me not one native person back then was like oh I'm gonna leave out the whatever and it's just like uh, normal braids <laughs> or like no. in Vikings I've seen them depicted with braids all the time or even dreads right so yeah, it's, it's all true. over everywhere that's true so I, I think that whole argument I've seen this ugh, I, <laughs> I've seen this uh, black girl yelling at this white kid because he had dreads and I'm yelling like, at a child? No, 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 not like they, they were the like same age. They were both in college. Oh, and it's just like this PC bullshit college culture. Oh, you can't have <laughs> this because blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And it's absolutely ridiculous. No, I, the truth is, we are, I think the, the clock is, is way, way past anybody owning anything. But I do think that there are certain cultures, for example, in, in my experience, in my example, the Japanese culture could say something and be heard. Mm-hmm. I think the first to to be shut up is the is the is the black culture. I think there's a respect for the native culture that is not there for the black culture. I've experienced it among politicians. I've experienced it among musicians. I've, ex- I've experienced it in a lot of different places where when they visit, let's say a reserve, or they they want to visit a reserve and they want to respect their ways and know how to respect their ways and they're very like cautious and safe around their space which I mean for sure I'm not saying they shouldn't be but I don't get that same sense if they come into my world like if they come into my Jamaican world or my black world I don't get a sense of sensitivity and respect and 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 wanting to understand the nuances of my culture, I get more, it's more of a rapey vibe. It's more of a, if I like, it's more of a, it's not yours. It's not yours. Like if you go to one person's house, like you know how you go on one person's house, you knock on their door, you take off their shoes, you, you, you respect them, you ask, do you mind if I sit down? And in another person's house, you walk in, you, you open the door, you don't even, you're like, what up? You walk into the fridge, 
you take something, you sit on their couch and put up your shoes. I feel like that's the house that black people are treated like we live in. I disagree. Tell me why. Um, when, when do you see sensitivity around taking I don't think they have if we're talking about politicians culture. specifically I don't no, think I'm they not have any respect about for politicians specifically people or I, I don't think example. they have well okay so when it comes to leaders at least in Canada because I can't really speak mm-hmm, for anywhere else yeah. um you you could say that they have respect and want to help and want to be respectful but it doesn't look like that it doesn't look that way in the actions they take not saying the actions they take in black cultures the is any different right no and and i think that's fair to say i think what you're saying is fair to say i think outwardly i see more okay so first of all we're talking about different people maybe too because the person who's gonna go to a native reserve and do what i just said Mm -hmm. or the person that's gonna be in a position to make policy is also probably not trying to misappropriate black culture they're probably not trying to show how down they are no they're not even interested i know what you're talking about and they can't do (laughs) anything for anybody so i don't even think that in that case it really matters yeah right so i i'm gonna go to the person who could do who can do more or who is more who's in the media but okay so about what are we talking about cultural appropriation stuff yeah but you're talking about the respect from one culture to another and i don't think it's different no, I'm saying, when do people go, for example, thank you, black people. Thank you so much for inventing all music. I've never heard that. Thank you for inventing hip-hop, the number one music in the world. You brought it about to tell your story, and now we're able to tell ours too. And we honor you and respect you and respect the elders in your community. No. You know what I found out yesterday when I was looking in, when I was doing our post for... Um, Honoring Wu-Tang Clan? I read somewhere... Do you know how ODB died? Uh, no. Right. Now, I don't want to say how he died. I can say what the article said, I guess. Mm -hmm. It said an overdose. Mm -hmm. I didn't expect that. Mm -hmm. Right? To me, ODB is one of those people that need to be on a pedestal and celebrated and honored and respected. What do you mean? He's a founding father of hip-hop. He's an amazing... MC, like everybody who's anybody today owes ODB a lot, a lot. And I don't see the, I don't see that respect. I think that they give him clout. Wait, what does that They give to, him clout. What does one have to do with the other? Because we made hip hop. And so when we're walk, whenever you're walking on anyone's sacred ground, you have to be respectful and hip hop was our, is our what sacred does that, ground. What does that have to do with how he died? Because I feel like... Obviously, there's a lot of celebrities um, in hip-hop specifically who are just not respected and then maybe they're not given enough. Like, I mean, I didn't check Well, you don't know how much money he had. There are people who have millions upon millions of dollars in overdose just because that's what they're into. Or they get tricked or they go back after a long time and they take the same dose as they did and guess what? Their body's not used to it anymore. Yeah, right? So there's true. a hundred thousand different ways that could have went down. It doesn't mean he was not respected. Right? Okay, if, fair enough. I just I just think if someone's having a problem, why are we letting them like Whitney Houston? Why are we letting why did why is she gone? Why did we let her be gone? Like people are suffering we're in isolation. We're not responsible for somebody else's decisions. 
If they decide to do that, that's on them. Michael Jackson. Imagine being so tired that you need someone to put you to sleep just to get a little rest. Yeah, I'm sure he could have taken... What, a sleeping pill and died that way eventually? No, what's the... What, magnesium? Hey, take some magnesium. I sleep way better than like that. Too. Well, me right? too. Yeah. <laughs> and there's obviously trauma there. He went through a lot. And there's a lot of there's just a lot of stuff with that in general. But um, yeah. people take stuff. It's part of the celebrity thing. And every now and again, the celebrity dies because of it. It just seems to be the case. Now, not just in hip-hop, in every facet of music specifically, but it happens with comedians, with actors, with name something in the well, entertainment. Well, yeah, community. no, and you know what? I seen an announcement by Sony Music yesterday, which I did post um, on Platinum Indie, our, our platform on Instagram that helps artists. And so it was just showing that Sony has made a commitment. So they've actually launched a, a, an, a basically an employee assistant program for artists so that if you need help, you can just access EAP, which really the world has had, like corporations have had forever. But the fact that it's stepping up and acknowledging that mental health is an issue and that, that we need support, like artists need support. Like we all know, like we've had friends who have overdosed or who have committed suicide or, you know, in that industry. But this is not about, you know, appropriation, but it, it it's, I just feel like, Part of appropriation issues is the fact that you have to honor the culture. And in honoring the culture, you must honor the people that uphold that culture, the people of the culture. And so my point was ODB is one of those people. Right? He's an elder in our community that needs to be honored and respected. And even in his passing, you know, we need to respect and honor him. Okay. That's it. Like, I just don't know. I just feel like that there are certain cultures do a really good job of respecting their elders, respecting the people that came before this, thanking them. And the native culture inherently does that. Isn't that part of their culture to do that? Just like Chinese culture to a degree. I don't know if they're... I can't really speak on yeah. their culture. I know that... Um... North America, that's not really how the culture formed, right? It's all about capital. Go out there and get some money. Is, <laughs> yeah, yeah that's real. how it is. It's like, oh, go to school, go away to school, and then go get your money. Okay, so right? why is cultural appropriation an issue? Why is that even a thing then? I I don't think it's an issue. I don't think it should be well, unless you're directly. People have an issue, but people have an issue about everything. Right. Oh, I like to go to the Cineplex. Well, I like AMC, you bastard. So, <laughs> <laughs> so it's like people will have an issue about any and everything. Yeah. So it doesn't matter. I remember when there was this girl who went to prom in like a, it was like a Japanese dress. Yeah. And everyone was outraged. And then there was this guy who went to Japan and showed the picture and explained the situation and was and was like, oh, what do you think about this? And they're like, oh, yeah, that's pretty cool. Oh, I like oh, that. Oh, yeah, that's a whole other thing. The people who aren't even your culture being mad about stuff that you're not even mad about. I see that. that the, the yeah, that they're not mad about it at all. Yeah. So it, it's like, what are we doing here when the now 
maybe if you went for long enough, you would have a few people that have a problem with it. But, like, that's with anything, right? So, what is cultural appropriation? The unacknowledged or inappropriate adoption of the customs, practices, ideas, etc. of one people or society by a member of another and typically more dominant people in society. So for example, they say his dreadlocks were widely criticized as an example of, of cultural appropriation. Um, and then the right underneath that ironically is Kim Kardashian in braids as an example of cultural appropriation, which is pretty shocking because I was saying, uh, so let's look at the definition here. So they're saying, and on it is the unacknowledged or inappropriate adaptation of elements or elements of one culture or identity by members of another culture or identity. So she's a proud, um, she's proudly from, oh my goodness. It's, I'm drawing a blank where Kim Kardashian's from. I don't know. Well, anyways, um, has she acknowledged that this is from the black culture. I guess that would be the issue. So that is what I was saying. When I notice when people are doing anything to do with native people, they say this is from the tribe of respectfully, this is from, I've seen a lot of that. A lot of like attributing where something comes from, respecting it, respecting the elders, wanting to meet them, wanting to hear from them, wanting to understand them. In black culture, I, I feel like I we are treated as if we don't get that right. As if it, it, what? Black people made it? Oh, free game. Like our stuff goes straight into public domain. If we created it, it's automatically public domain. There's not a step. Okay, I have a retort for that. Um, just to be devil's advocate. Is it because we're so essential in the North American, like zeitgeist and north american pop culture it's us right it's black people i don't think anyone could really disagree with that like we said on an earlier episode literally drake was um nine out of the top 10 songs so we so we're so <laughs> we are popular America because when something comes but from we're africa a minority three percent of canadians are black that so doesn't we are mean that super we don't have duper minority. That doesn't mean that we don't have controlling interest in a certain thing. I'm saying that this is because we are North America. That is part of us. Now, if we go to Africa and there's an African thing, they'll probably cite those African people. Oh, this is from the Dogon tribe. This is the Yoruban. This is the XYZ. Oh, so they don't acknowledge us. But like, do you understand hip hop was birthed in America? By black people in America who were being oppressed. Yeah, I'm well aware of so, my history. So why but... should we not get that same respect? And so imagine that want... that was the number one music in the world was birthed out of our oppression, and you don't want to respect us, and you don't want to give us um, the same type of consideration that we would get if we were another culture. Like, like I think we're what... heroic. Mom, I but... think hip hop is heroic. But I think what we other culture? Us. Everything in America that's not like colored is white. But what does what? <laughs> but there's so many different that's types not of true. white. Yeah, yeah. Well, I was gonna say that. What if they're Latino or? Well, no. That I said that's not colored. That's still colored, right? And that and then it's Latin. 
It's a blanket. In America, in North America, everything's blanketed. It's Latin. It's Asian. It's white. It's black. Right? So, and altogether, that's American. North American in general, right? Mm -hmm. Canada and America. I don't know how it works in Mexico. Um, Mm -hmm. But that's just, that's how it is. Now, if you get some, oh, this is a German dish. If it's actually from Germany. This is German music. This is a... Egyptian thing, you know, it's if it's from a certain place, a mm-hmm. pocket, yeah. then it's from there. The reason why I would assume like natives are different is because we can attribute to it to a tribe, a location, an elder, mm-hmm. a specific lo- geographical location in person, it's a leader, yeah, just like we can attribute hip hop to New York and. Let's say Grandmaster Flash or whomever, whatever leaders. Well, no, <laughs> sounding the same not, to me. It's not the. It's not the. It's not the same at all. Why are we not a people? We're not a people. We're a people, but mm. we're not. We're a people, but we're not a tribe. What about tribe called Quest? What the four, the three people yeah, that are in the tribe, tribe called? Quest? They're a tribe. No, I'm, what do you mean we're not a tribe? So because we're not. Why would we be a tribe? That's a different culture. We're a different type of so because So like, what is it? So because we Are we not individual we're individual people. Well right? no, we are the black culture. We are black. Uh-huh. We're black North Americans. Yeah. That's what we are. That's our culture. That's our I mean, if you want to break it up, I mean We don't have Canada, a we don't have a leader. We don't all govern under one person, right? So in like, okay, let's look at Jamaica, for example, right? Because mm-hmm. I even do see, like, within my own family... Jamaica? What's from Jamaica? Reggae. Reggae is a Jamaican thing. Yes. That's understood, right? Yes, that's what I was about to say. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I see you getting kind of hyped. That's what I was about to say. By the way, she's Armenian. That's what I was going to say. Okay. Right? So, if we were to take something from the Armenian culture, I'm sure that we would be expected to acknowledge that it's Armenian. And I think that what people were saying was she should acknowledge her braids are from our culture. But the thing is, inspired by type of situation, but the thing is, I think we know she knows that. Like for me, I, I feel I never felt offended by Kim Kardashian wearing braids. I feel she's well aware. She has her best friends are black. Some of her best friends like, and her husband now is black and her children are black. And she has been known to basically date black men. We know she's in the culture. So, I mean, I don't know if she, I think it's implied that she knows where, where it's inspired by, but I guess some people maybe wouldn't know all that much about her and would just think she's misappropriating the culture, representing it as her own idea. It's just like copyright there. That's the best way to call it, to, to refer to cultural appropriation. Like I'm playing devil's advocate because you really don't think it's a thing. And I'm not well, saying I'm I offended think... when everyone's offended because that's not the case. Sometimes yes, sometimes no. It depends what the situation. But it's like copyright. If someone copies your work and doesn't attribute it to you, will you be comfortable? But okay. So... No, no, that's what it's like. So, but people know that hip, what hip hop is a black thing. Everybody knows that. 
right? Though we will have but, other but people Eminem within the culture. But even Eminem attributed to us. He said it's the first time since Elvis Presley. Yeah. Right. So like he but, he attributed by doing that. That was essentially his his footnote to what he was doing. His, I think when it comes to black specifically, I think you. Th- I think I think I think that I think we are grander than you think. You think because I, I think I, you think that well, you I think we're America the black community as grander than I perceive the black community. Yeah, because I'm saying we're really? America. We start everything, and of course, people are gonna follow us. And you're like, well, I want the props for what? Not me personally. I mean, I'll take them, but I don't deserve it, and I didn't own it. And that's exactly like any other appropriator. I'm not saying I'm an appropriator, but I'm saying I didn't start it. I didn't start hip hop personally, but my culture did. Mm-hmm. My culture did. And so, okay, for example, right? We don't have a problem with other... We want other people to do it. We need allies in this world. We want... we In, in Jamaican culture, we get hype when we see a white person can, can... Okay, Snow can sing reggae. They put him on. They love him, right? That's a good thing. Or um, you see a white girl can whine. You're like, oh, okay, she's a white girl. She can whine. Good, good job, right? Like, it's, it's a good thing. But, like... And, and you need it. You need allies. You're... You're never going to be popular music so my without is, other people loving it. So it's okay to love our culture. That's not a problem. But if we go back to the definition, it was without attribution. So without who, acknowledgement. Who isn't giving props? I don't understand what you're talking about. Well, I'm, just, I'm saying a definition. Okay. I'm just saying a definition. And I'm saying that that definition does exist in the world, just not in our world. So, if we are referring to another land, then sometimes you'll see this is from this part or this region. Or, and people have a natural curiosity, right? And then also the other thing is often you find when people submerge themselves in a culture, they really submerge themselves. Like I gave an example, Kim Kardashian. She's really submersed. Like her husband is black. Like she is submersed in the culture. I find a lot of the times... And this is just my observation. Maybe I'm wrong. And maybe somebody can give me some good examples otherwise. I think uh, Chet Hanks is a, good, is a good example against what I'm about to say. So good for you, Chet Hanks. Um, but a lot of times when someone's in black culture, they don't even date a black person. Like, so you'll be a, black, a white guy getting all this money off of black culture. Like, so, okay, I'm going to be, I, I love Eminem. I'm a big fan, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to play devil's advocate. Mariah Carey, who is biracial, he treated her like toilet paper. And at the same time, he treats his white woman from the trailer park like a queen. Now, maybe he should because they came up together. So good for good for them. But don't treat our royalty like toilet paper. That's disrespectful. Because at the end of the so, day, Mar- Mariah Carey is a respected figure in our, in our black community. So if I... I don't, I don't necessarily agree so with that. So if you become a so rock if- artist, yeah. Then I'm not saying you have to marry a white woman specifically i'm saying you have to be you should at least be open to dating yes of course you should and should respect white people it's their music okay i know that well, we made just, the music too but so, anyway so okay let's argument. let's say i um i'm really in okay so into anime? i'm really into anime and okay. i start making anime and with all the japanese tropes and styles and all that so you should be open to dating a, J- a person from Japan. You I'm love open, their culture. I'm open to dating anybody, but yeah. if I don't end up with a Japanese no, that's not a big woman, deal. that shouldn't that's be fine. a problem. It's so, not a problem. 
So, but I've just never seen up... like I've seen Justin Bieber in the news with every color of the rainbow, uh-huh. and I rate that because you can see every color of the rainbow in his musical influence in his life, and so I feel like Justin Bieber gives off a vibe of just love. He's just such a loving person. That's the vibe I get. So I do feel like Snow. I know he he has a biracial child. I know that he's dated the rainbow. It's important that if you're in. If you're among an inner culture, at least open to the idea. Um, what? I'm gonna have just to... because you don't see them do something doesn't mean they're not open to it. Right? Fair enough. And fair there enough, are people who who do do it, and yeah. maybe that's true. They're... I mean, maybe he, maybe the love of his life was a dark skinned woman. I don't know. Yeah, exactly. yeah, you're right. I don't know everything about everybody. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay, fair enough. One thing about me is if if someone else makes a good point, I'm not gonna like argue the point to win. I mean. Facts are facts, so I feel you. Okay. Yeah. So, for you, cultural appropriation can exist, but not in our community because we're so dope. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so I think cultural appropriation... (laughs) I I don't think it... Okay, so my thing is it shouldn't be negative. So if we're using um, it happens, but black people as an example, yeah. If someone is on a dramatic show and let's say um, they have their pants sagging, their hat backwards, and they're doing like weird shit, like well, quote unquote black stuff, yeah. that's not really black stuff. That's not us. That's <laughs> I know, but culture. I know, but that's that's what a they problem. Think well, that's is. a that, problem. That would be too. like that's a racist a whole caricature. Other issue. So yeah. what's the difference between that and a racist caricature? Because you could, it's like. I think cultural appropriation, if you're doing it right, you're just appreciating someone else's culture. I right? agree if, with you. And then if you go like, too I far the wrong way, the it's, just a racist, it's just a racist caricature, which is obviously not okay. I agree with you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, because I love the Lebanese culture, and I'll you know try to learn the words, and I'll always tell every Lebanese person I meet how much I love their culture, and I'll um, eat the food, and I'll try to make the food, and I love the music, and I just love the culture. But I was raised with like a bunch of Lebanese friends and a, and a family that you know adopted me and kind of took me as their own that were Lebanese, and so I do feel connected to that culture. So uh, do I attribute? You know, I don't know if I was drinking Mekti, and then I had over you know Alicia Keys for for lunch, and I gave her Mekti. Would I have to say this is Lebanese Mekti, and uh, it was inspired to me? is inspired by my Lebanese friend. You know what? I probably would say it's inspired by my family who's Lebanese or they gave it to me or something. But, you know, if she went away thinking, well, probably not her, but let's say it was uh, Martha Stewart. And she went away thinking it was a a Jamaican thing because I'm Jamaican. Mm -hmm. And like now Metti is a Jamaican thing. I guess that would be the issue. But that would be someone else assuming, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's like if I... As opposed to me being like, oh, did you try this amazing Jamaican tea? Called Metti. Exactly. <laughs> I know. That's what. That's what. I, well, yeah. or yeah, exactly. We if drink I make it from spaghetti, a coconut, it makes sense that you would one one would think. If I make spaghetti and someone else goes, "There's this wonderful black dish that this guy made me," <laughs> and now I'm sharing it with you, <laughs> that would be absolutely ridiculous. That's not my fault for oh my not God. disclosing that. <laughs> I swear, I just came up with the idea for a reality show. Appropriation games. <laughs> you should actually... Can you convince people in different regions of the world that things that are so obviously 
from a certain culture is from a different culture. That would be a good, like, can you convince somebody that, you know, lasagna is, you know, goes right alongside jerk chicken and it is a native, you know, Jamaican dish. I'd eat at an Italian Jamaican fusion place. Of course you would, because your mother has been making you, like, <laughs> Jamaican lasagna your whole life. Also, one of the <laughs> best things I've had is a Jamaican-Asian fusion place. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Jerk pork fried yeah, rice? Yeah, what? yeah, yeah, Excuse yeah, me? We gotta go check that place <laughs> yeah, out as soon right? as this pandemic's over. We feel like going for a drive to Toronto. That place is dope. The one on Kennedy, right? Yeah. Yeah. That place is good. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, well, is, it, is it one of the best? It's really good. It I know really we good. went back there way too many times. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, and we drive yeah. like an hour out of our way exactly. to get there. Yeah, it's pretty. Yeah, it's like going to And their, their rice is on point. Yeah. Like, it's very hard to find a place where your rice is on point. Exactly. Yeah, they can appropriate us any day. <laughs> <laughs> no, but they're saying it's Jamaican-Asian fusion. So do you mm-hmm. see the uh, attribution yeah, yeah, they're giving exactly. it? It's just like copyright. Mm-hmm. That's all they're saying. It's just like copyright. Well, but if there's... Okay. If there's... So when I eat my English food from my grandma, like I have Yorkshire pudding, I'm always like, this is from my grandma. My grandma is English. I'm always excited to talk about why I love Yorkshire pudding, my childhood. Although, mind you, she also gave us rice pudding, which I didn't really love because she put (laughs) raisins in it and... I wasn't, they'd be big and plump and fat because they sat in there for so long, which she loved and I just couldn't stand. But um, yeah, I love Yorkshire pudding and I'll tell everyone why. And I'll tell where it comes from. I don't, I've never been like, you know, it, like I guess it's the problem when you try to act like it came from you. So like it's copying. You don't want to copy something and act like it's yours. You can make it better. You can improve it. You can work with it. You can do anything with it. You just have to. Give respect. Give props. Yeah, I agree with that. Pay homage. I agree with that. Yeah, that's all. Yeah. I think that's the whole thing with appropriation. They just want respect. Mm -hmm. Right? Yeah. And I think any sane person would agree. I I feel like it's the more, for lack of a better word, insane people who, Ah. who will go... Go ham and not know the full details, or just see someone's doing. Oh, you have braids, you demon! Right? No, that's ridiculous. Yeah, I and mean, I think yeah. that's that's ridiculous. So that's that's why I call them the. No, insane, I mean, I, you know, right? I kind of agree with you on like I I don't get upset when people enjoy different cultures. I enjoy like I grew up in Toronto. I enjoy as did you. I enjoy diversity, like. Yeah. I could never imagine a world without diversity. Yeah, we all types of food, especially we yeah. all types of food. We love right? all food. We love all people. Like different, everything. Dress styles, language styles, dialects, accents. I love accents. Mm-hmm. Right? But if I was walking around, that's a great idea. That's a great point. If I was walking around with a Punjabi accent, would that be appropriate? Well... No, then it would be misappropriate, like yeah. misappropriation. Uh-huh. So that's the problem. Yeah. Do you see it? Unless I was raised in, in... Yeah, unless you were raised there and that's your natural accent. But if you're not, why Why are you putting on a voice? Yes. If you're not from there, that doesn't make exactly. any sense. That's totally different. That's not... I don't think anyone would do that because they respect whatever accent that is so much that they're 
copying it. But but that you know white people in the media have been caught doing that. Like they'll act like they're this wise person from India because they'll assume people from India are perceived as wise. So maybe it's a person from you know a white person from Britain, but he wants to come out with his great wise book, and so he says he's a great wise man from India, and he puts on the great wise accent, and then he comes out with it. He's misappropriated the culture. Yeah, at that point, 100%. Okay, so you admit it is a thing and it exists. I think there are definitely... I think <laughs> I think nine times out of ten, yeah, it's people okay, are usually but when you're trying yeah. to like profit specifically from it, yeah. or one... Well, no, you're that okay one's a weird one, too, too because I... You just don't want to be a liar. Don't act yeah, like you, exactly. you are. Be authentic. Yeah. Be who you are. And love what you love. Yeah. So if you love another culture, that's cool. That's mm-hmm. actually super cool. We want that. We want unity, diversity, inclusion, love, respect, mm-hmm. all those beautiful things. Just just show the respect when you show the love. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I Yeah, exactly. 100%. Yeah. All right. Do we got another fortune cookie? Or, you, or is it time for a jingle? We could do a jingle. Oh, let's do a jingle. Okay. So guys, it is jingle time. You know what it, how this goes? Basically, it's a battle between mom and son. Okay, here are the rules. One topic will be taken from the fortune cookie. Both mom and son will attempt to sell you that topic with a freestyle jingle. Then you, the listener, will decide who wins by voting for the one you like the best. Comment in the comments. Just comment mom, M-O-M, to vote for me, Jessica, (laughs) or son, to vote for Tradell. The votes will be tallied, and it will be announced. Well, at the end of the day, we're always going to let you know who won. And uh, just because I might win episode after episode, don't assume (laughs) that Trey doesn't get a shot, you know? So fair fair game, every new episode is a new day. (laughs) Sorry, we're competitive here. So let's go. Without further ado, what are we jingling about, Trey? All right. Legos. Oh, okay. So you're going first. Okay, I'll go first. Because I went first last time. Build them, stack them into anything you want. Superheroes, buildings, planes, they're Legos, and it's your world to create. Stack it up. (laughs) Well, okay. Good job. <laughs> it's okay. It's supposed to be a jingle, right? <laughs> oh, is it an so ad? <laughs> Did you change a, jingle to an, an ad? ad? Yeah. No, it has to be a jingle. Okay, well, I'm going to do a jingle. All right. Back in the day, they said Lego my ego, but the real star was little, li- literally Lego. A, go over there. Grab me a Lego, B. I want one from you, too. Over there, G. Look at me. Covered with Lego stacks. I stack them into packs. I make hoods. I make banks. I make the whole world. Now I'm the ruler of Legoland. You didn't see that coming from my Lego hand. Man, never Lego my Lego. I love my Lego. Zin. That's my, that's, that's, that's my jingle. Okay. That is dope. I swear people will buy that. It was better than mine. <laughs> you can't concede. You gotta let the voters choose. No, I'm so, well, I think I can say that. When I say Legos, stack them up. 
<laughs> no, I thought stack them up was a dope line. I yeah. won't lie. I, thought, I know. That was the that one thing the one I did that. like. I was like, oh, shoot. They might try to steal that. That's a good one right there. Stack them up. Uh, you could contact me. At a... <laughs> Rack them and stack them. Yeah, I mean, we need to be working together. We need to do like a collab jingle. You want to try a collab jingle real quick? Okay, let's just try one. All right, sure. Okay. Okay, we're doing something special and unprecedented, folks. <laughs> if you like the collab jingle better than you like any other jingle, you can write collab and, and we'll both get a point. All right. I said rack them and stack them. Don't Lego my ego. Ego my Lego, you jago. <laughs> Mego, sego, those words aren't Lego, but... They could get closer to what is Lego. And you always want to be closer to Lego, ego. Lego creation. That's what it is. Stack it real quick. And Show me about the... your biz. <laughs> <laughs> what you want to make. Don't make a mistake. Get Lego today so that you can play. It... Stack it up. <laughs> yeah, we high five. All right, cool. Uh, so we're still talking about misappropriation. Are we going to the fortune cookie? We could go back. All right. Who's going? Me or you? I'll do it. All right, cool. Guys, it's such a good episode for you. You get two jingle, an extra jingle, and an extra topic. Three shots and a mango beer. It's wild up in here today, guys. Crazy. Nature versus nurture. Holy, it's just heavy. Nobody wants to have a poppin' Friday? What's happening? <laughs> Nature versus, versus nurture. Okay, that's a fun topic. Oh, yay. <laughs> We got to get some other topics in that bowl. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Okay, guys, if you have some topics for us, put it in the comments, and they'll get into the fortune cookie. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think nature is big for just humans in general. Nurture, obviously, is. But I feel like if you put two people in the same situation, they're going to come out different, um, even if you raise them that way from birth i don't know like for me i think nurture is really really important i mean i think i lost a lot on the nurture side and i think you got a lot on the nurture side and i think that's why that gives you the freedom to talk about nature but when you lack on the nurture side you know how important nurture is no i'm not saying nurture is not important obviously it is right your your living conditions have to be halfway decent for for your own mental health right i think that that nurture i think that nurture is huge but i think nature is also a quality right of course because i mean for, of course i, I feel like <laughs> this is a, a big example but i feel like um hitler his nature not so great because <laughs> He didn't, he didn't get into art school, and he was like, all right, I'll be a soldier, and then it kind of rolled down. And it's, it's, uh, I feel like if you put someone else in that same situation, oh, I didn't get into art school, and then next thing you know, he's a dictator who's killed millions. I feel like you put someone else in the same situation, they probably wouldn't be a dictator. <laughs> killed millions you have to be do you think that even if he got into art school he would have been a dictator that killed millions millions though it's hard to say because he might be 
Because if that's who he is, is to that pre-op- who he is? Uh, that's... Like, would he have ended up finding his path? I feel like he probably still wouldn't have been a great person. I don't think it would have been as crazy. Yeah, he would have right? been crazy Because he wouldn't have been art. in the positions to do something as crazy. But I feel like if, like, oh, something came out and he did XYZ, but he's an artist. So then you're saying nurture is the reason he became it. Um, no, uh, yeah, because like, his environment, which is nurture, well, I, I feel like you don't have it. the same opportunities. So I feel like it's both, yeah. right? Because if you put someone in the same um, position, they might just be chill, right? Oh, he's Bad. a leader of a country. Because before mm-hmm. before that, he was just a, a leader, yeah, right? Before he went all crazy and Hitlery. <laughs> yeah, for real. <laughs> he was just leading a country. He was chilling at the Olympics. And watching it with a bunch of other leaders, right? Yeah. But then, so if you put someone in the same position, yeah, I don't think necessarily that they might choose to do that. But it could just be nurture. Yeah, no, it could just be nurture because there's a ton of propaganda before then, right? Well, that that's it. Like, look how much art. Yeah. That. So your environment can make you hate, and it's funny because God is so good. Like, it's funny because I didn't see a a connection between our initial conversation, which was a cultural appropriation and nature versus versus nurture. But I now do because you brought up Hitler and you know what? Nature has everything, or sorry, nurture has everything to do with hate, Mm -hmm. has everything to do with, um, you know, a lot of the world's woes, you know what I mean? And I wasn't going to bring it on a macro scale like that. I would have looked at it from a more micro perspective, like the fact that when you nurture somebody, they can also be fantastic, mm-hmm. right? Like you can look at Pinocchio, you know, he came to life because someone loved him. I know Pinocchio's not real, but Ge- Geppetto loved him so much. And then he came to life. Right? Mm-hmm. And that happens in the real world. When you love somebody, it can bring them to life. And when you see what's good, like I have a friend of mine and she's a heartbreak coach. And I was telling her how proud I am of her and um, and just all of the movements I see her making. I'm very, very proud of her. And she told me, thank you for saying that you're proud. Because a lot of people don't say that. They don't encourage each other. Right? And that's the thing. That's the nurture. You want to know that people, like, if you're if you're something beautiful or wonderful, you want people to tell you that. Mm-hmm. A lot of my self-esteem growing up came from people in my hood telling me how beautiful I am, how how they called me rich girl, so I expected to be rich. They, they called me successful, so I expected to be successful. They called me beautiful, so I expected to be beautiful. They said Jess could make a great wife, so I expected that I was wife material. They'd say your wife material. Like I got all the right messages, and I'm grateful for that. Thank you, Hood. <laughs> Thank you, all the people who I grew up with who were kind and positive to me. But there, but if 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 I was someone else, like so, you're talking about Hitler. If I got some different messages, and I. I there are times you do get those different messages. I've had those in my life too. And, and it's it's not easy to overcome negative messages and negative, uh, especially when you're young, right? Mm-hmm. But there's nature too, because there's people who don't grow up with their parents. I didn't grow up with my mother, but I see like parts of her in me. And I mean, yes, of course she came into my life after, 
But, I mean, even my father, I learned so much at his funeral about him that I didn't necessarily know before that were so much like me, that, like, explained so much of me that I really just didn't know. And I wish I did know. Mm. I wish I did know how similar we were, how entrepreneurial we both are, like, how just things he would do, like getting jobs that have nothing to do with his field. I've had so many jobs in so many fields. It's always so so exciting to me to learn something new and try something different and excel at it because it's it's new and you love it, you know, and you're like, you can really do, I don't know, like you can be anything, the sense that you can be anything. My dad always had that. That's what people mentioned at his funeral. I never knew that about him. So that's nature because my mother doesn't have that. That's my dad's genetics running through my brain and my veins, mm-hmm. making me feel like, yeah, I can be anything. Yeah. And therefore, uh, you have those genetics too, which is why, you know, you have a lot of good confidence too. Right. Yeah. I think, well, I think they both have a lot of merit. Why do right? people say I... nature versus nurture? Why is it versus? Because you're right. They both have merit. Yeah. Um... Well, because I do, there, well, there are probably some cases of someone growing up, quote unquote, perfectly, but still being, like, bad, I guess. Mm-hmm. Like, there are murderers, for example, like that, who don't really... Yeah, well, they're not taught to be murder, murderers. Exactly. Sure. Yeah, and it's just, like, from birth, oh, little Billy was killing pigeons, and the next thing you know. Oh, my God. Right? <laughs> so, and... Not necessarily anything wrong with their upbringing, at least that we know. And then they uh, end up becoming something pretty wild, right? But I feel like they both have merit. Um, There's the genetics. There's what you just come in as in this world. Yeah, definitely. Like you came in such a beautiful spirit, such a wise, enlightened, in tuned with people's like an empath from like, day two of bringing you from home from the hospital i knew this child is wise and intuitive and an empath like you are just so obviously special thank you yeah so this says an interplay between nature and nurture means that identifying which genes and which environments are having an effect um but they're saying to identify which genes or environmental factors have an effect is difficult to, I guess, ascertain. It's a complex system. So if you're trying to look at why something is happening within a person, is it nature or nurture that we're trying to address here? Mm -hmm. That becomes a challenge. So I guess even like somebody with PTSD, right? Is it a chemical imbalance? Is it the fact that they've gone through trauma? Is it something that you treat with a pill or is it something you treat with talk therapy, cognitive behavior therapy, that type of thing? Mm -hmm. But like when you look at Maslow's hierarchy of needs, that's a big deal because I remember as a child, like people, I'd be in math class, they'd be talking about one plus one. I'd be like, where's my mom and do we have money for milk? Mm -hmm. And that's all. And they think, oh, this girl's not smart. Meanwhile, once we had milk and my mom came back, I was on the honor roll. Right. I'm brilliant. Of course I'm smart. But if you take away basic needs from people, how do you expect them to excel at the top tier of life when they don't even have a foundation? You can't put a roof when you haven't poured a foundation and built walls. Mm-hmm. 
It's just impossible. Yeah. And that's exactly the shape of the hierarchy of needs, much like a roof, it needs a foundation to stand on. Mm. And that's and so that's what I'm saying. Of course, nature can do its best when it's nurtured well. I think that would be the answer to that. Yeah. Yeah, and I would agree with that statement. Yeah. And then sometimes it just won't. Because mm. some, some people are just... Uh, you know, they have different challenges that it's we, we may nature. never understand. Yeah, yeah, it's not their nature. Yeah. You can only do what you can do with what you're given. Exactly. But if you nurture it the best you can, at least you've done the best you can, and then nature has its shot. Yeah. Right? If you're going to stamp all over the flower bed, don't expect the flowers to pop up. If you nurture it, they don't pop up. Well, you nurtured it. Exactly. And, well, and it depends what flower, right? If you... Uh, don't give a cactus any water. It's going to be fine for a long time before yeah. that, like, daisy. In fact, it will whatever. die if you give it right? the same love you gave the daisy. Exactly. So <laughs> it really is a, a 50-50. Yeah. And don't you... Just, I'm going to digress for a moment. Isn't it interesting that cactuses need less care and love to flourish? And also, you cannot pet them, hug them, or kiss them, or touch them without getting hurt yeah much like a cold person mm -hmm. who doesn't require as much interaction right sometimes you can't like hug them and cuddle with them because like i used to like to are pet you talking about me no you're not i don't see you as cold but you are hard to hug and cuddle for a while you it's like you grew up out of it because when you were little i could right and i i, I do miss that but no i i don't see you as cold and staunch like like say um on life in pieces um not matt who's the other one greg's wife oh yeah or even the lady from the adams family she was a little bit staunch actually no she was pretty loving and sweet so okay let me find another one well anyway oh wednesday no not wednesday um nobody from the Adams family she, i forget her real name she was on she was fraser's wife Mm -hmm. And she was super cold and stiff. Oh, okay. And she always had her hair in like a tight bun. Yeah. Yeah. She was also like cold, like a cactus, right? So it's just interesting because I used to like talk to my plants and like my grandma would have like these plants with these big leaves. I had one Cindy, one Arabella, and I would like pet them and talk to them because my grandma taught me like they're our friend and they were so smooth, but you can't do that with a cactus. <laughs> no. And you also don't have to give the cactus the same care either. Right. So it's just interesting how plants and people are not that different. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, guys. Uh, well, I think that's our show. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah. I hope you guys well, enjoyed discussing the, uh, you know, we love, I love this show because I get to hang out with my son and we get to talk about the world. Again, give us some comments. Let us know what you want to hear us talk about. Uh, we're open to any topic. Nothing off limits. Okay? Exactly. Like, subscribe. <laughs> like and subscribe, darling. All right. So that's today's episode of Three Shots and a Mango Beer. Hello. We hope you enjoyed listening as much as we enjoyed talking. Join us next week on Three Shots and a Mango Beer. And make sure you like, subscribe to our podcast, and be sure to follow us on Instagram at Platinum Rouge. We are a Platinum Rouge production. Have a lovely weekend. Peace, y'all. Or week, depending on when you're listening. <laughs>